This show is brought to you by Helix Sleep. Sleep, especially as you get older, is so critical, but no two people sleep alike. That's why Helix offers several different mattress models, each designed for specific sleep positions and preferences. Go to helixsleep.com slash dailywire and take their sleep quiz to find the mattress made for you. Whether you're a side sleeper, a stomach sleeper, a hot sleeper, or a cold sleeper, Helix has just the mattress for you. I took the Helix sleep quiz and was matched with a Helix midnight mattress because I wanted a medium firmness and I sleep on my side. I am sleeping so much better on my new mattress. Don't want to take my word for it? Well, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Take the quiz and order the perfect mattress right to your door, shipped for free. It's so quick and fun to unbox, and you won't believe how well you'll sleep. All Helix mattresses come with a 100-night trial and a 10- or 15-year warranty. Helix even offers financing options and flexible payment plans. A great night's sleep is never far away. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and a free bedroom bundle for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com dailywire and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. That's helixsleep.com slash dailywire, code helixpartner20. Pete has got to be literally the best human being I've ever met. I'm a f***ing loser. I love, like... You can't uh, say that you're a f***ing... No, dude, I smoke weed. I've been in therapy since I'm seven. I watch, like, 90 Day Fiance, Pawn Stars. I remember my dad died, and my mom was like, your dad's dead, but we got you a PlayStation 2. And I was like, yeah, cool. I'm going to push my mom down the stairs and get a PS3. Why do attractive women find... Pete Davidson, lovable. Why? Why are good-looking, successful, put-together women, why are they drawn like a moth to a flame to skeet, to this sort of meth-addict-looking, sort of strange, odd, creepy guy? Why? Why? We are joined from Los Angeles by Lauren Smolka, an actress, model, and host, a past Miss Hollywood who competed in both the Miss America and Miss USA organizations, clearly an expert on what attractive, successful, normal women think. From Kentucky, we have Maria Montgomery. Maria is a former Miss Kentucky USA and runner-up to Miss USA, uh, which is the organization formerly owned by Donald Trump, has worked in SEC, Network Digital, FanDuel TV, Pantene, Olay, and CoverGirl, and Deborah Schwartzman from New York, who recently dyed her hair blonde, a conservative content creator from New York City, also TPA USA ambassador and PragerU influencer. Ladies, thank you so much for joining this scholarly panel. I'm excited. Thank you for having us. Yeah. (laughs) Lauren, I'd like to begin with you. Why do women find Pete Davidson attractive? Well, honestly, first, I'd like to make it clear. I don't necessarily find him attractive, um, but I can see why a lot of women would. Um, He's tall, I hear. Uh, He's very funny. And I think he has a very relatable persona. Uh, And I know he's been very open about his personal life. So I know a lot of women love a man who's emotionally available. So he's funny, emotionally available, and tall. So there you go. All right, Lauren, respectfully, I am calling BS on two of those reasons. I think that's something women tell themselves. Oh, no, we just want a guy who's funny. 
Maybe, look, maybe that plays some role. And then the emotionally available, I think that's total BS. I don't buy that for <laughs> one second. I think nice guys finish last. But the point you make is very tall. That was my hunch as well. I suspect it is because he is a very tall guy. And, well, there, there are other physical rumors. Well, we, this is a family show. We don't need to talk about that. Maria, one, do you find Skeet Davidson attractive? And two, if, if you do or do not, why do women generally? I totally agree with Lauren. I do not find him attractive. I think that is uh, pretty pretty clear for most females out there. I do think the height does help. I have a hard hard line as a tall person myself that I don't you know height plays a big role in that. But also, let's be straight honest. He's got he's got the money to have the lifestyle that those girls want. What they don't need technically, so that gets a little sticky. But he does have the humor. I do agree that the vulnerability plays a role in it. He's very open, which isn't probably always the case for whenever you're dating other celebrities. Um, and I do think some girls just want to to fix other guys. Like, I hate to, to put it that mm. way, but it is common to see, like, a project, and then they want to dive in there and see what they can what they can fix or they can change, especially because he is so open about his past and his issues. That's a great point. The, the fact that he's a degenerate actually is probably attractive. That's So I, you're right. I don't think it's the, the nice guy thing exactly. I think it's probably that he's just a complete disaster of a human being and women are drawn to that like moths to a flame. Though I have to push back a little bit on, on this idea that women are just drawn to his money. I'm sure lots of women are drawn yeah. to his money. But think about the women that he has dated in particular. Uh, I have this list here. Half of them I've never even heard of. Carly Aquilino, uh, Cassie David, that's Larry David's daughter, Ariana Grande, Kate Beckinsale, Margaret Qualley, I don't know who that is, and that's Andy McDowell's daughter, I don't know who Andy McDowell is, Kaya Gerber is Cindy Crawford's daughter, I'm assuming she's pretty good looking, Olivia O'Brien, Phoebe Dynevore, Dynevore, Kim Kardashian, Emily Ratajkowski. So at least the women that I recognize on that list are very wealthy. They don't need, they, they could just have the pool boy. You know, it doesn't, it's not like they're, they're chasing some diamonds or something. They can buy their own diamonds. So Deborah, what's the deal? So I guess I'm standing alone here and saying that Pete Davidson, I do find him attractive. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm from New York. So I like his style, but I was going to say that he is the pool boy. All the women that he's gone mm. for, they're highly successful. They're very accomplished. A lot of them have had past marriages. And I think at this point in their lives, they're just looking for somebody to make them laugh, to be romantic, to have a good time with. They're not looking for that strong provider role, which he clearly is not. They're kind of just looking to have a good time and to feel good when they're around him. And I know that he's very romantic. And you forgot somebody on his on your list. There's rumors on TikTok of him and Martha Stewart. No. <laughs> what? Yes. Martha Stewart said on live TV she would date him, and then there was rumors that he was trying to hit her up. So I can't confirm I wasn't in the room, but there's definitely a sense of like power amongst these amongst these women that he's going for. And I think he's just the pool boy, but with a little bit more money than the average pool boy. I love Martha Stewart, and I really hope it isn't true because it will get me to seriously question <laughs> her judgment. Uh, but but uh, you, you make a good point as a New Yorker because. Pete Davidson does not look like a Ken doll. Far from it. He looks kind of like a rough and dirty mutt, you know, as New Yorkers tend to look like. So I could see that, you know, we, we tend to be attracted to the people that we grow up with, you know, the, the, the sort of culture that cultivates 
who we are. You bring up a very interesting point, though, which is that he has dated a lot of women with past marriages. And not like long ago in the past marriages, like he just, like they just broke up. I mean, most famously, Kim Kardashian. Kanye West and Kim, I don't even think we're divorced yet. And then Skeet just slides in there as the, as the rebound guy. So do, do you think that's part of it too? That these women, you know, look, he hasn't married any of these women. I don't know if he dumps them or they toss him to the curb, but this is not some longstanding thing. Is, is Skeet Davidson just a guy to have around for a couple of weeks and then these women get tired of him and then move on to a real man that they want to get married to, Lauren? Uh, well, I did read that when Ariana Grande was dating him, uh, she it was right after her she had just gotten out of a previous relationship and she was heartbroken and met Pete and it was fun, but also very impulsive, she said. I think they were only engaged for about two months. Uh, I'm sorry, dated for just a few months before they got engaged. Uh, and then shortly after that, they cut off their engagement. So the fact that he has still very good relationships with all of his exes, um, tells me that he handles himself really well within those relationships. But yeah. What does that mean though? You know, I mean, the fact that he has good relationships with his ex-girlfriends to me actually suggests that he's way more of a weirdo than I even thought that he was. You know, it's just, the whole thing is so clinical. He just moves on for a month or two at a time and he dates these girls and then they're just friends again or something. It's just so sterile and clinical to say nothing of the fact that he doesn't want to marry these women and have kids and have a family. It's so icky and and creepy. I don't, you know, I I, I don't want, I like to think that my ex-girlfriends mostly don't hate my guts, but you know, when I think about a love affair. I want it to be a love affair. I don't want it to be some, well, we just had a relationship for a couple of months and then we moved on and had a handshake. No, I want it to be passion. I want Lord Byron. I want Casanova. I want these women to be pining over me at night, howling to the moon, okay? And nobody seems to do that with Pete Davidson. So Deborah, since you're the only one who finds the guy actually attractive, is he just the sort of guy that you would want to have a rebound fling with, you know, a shoulder to cry on, who will get your your face tattooed on his neck or something? Or <laughs> is he the kind of guy that you could see yourself potentially marrying? So I think you're underestimating how romantic he is. There was a lot of stories that came out when he was dating Kim that he would buy her so many flowers, do all these little thoughtful things. So I think that mm. aspect of his relationship and the way he behaves with the women that he's dating. I think that's how he gets them because he wows them. But I think this all comes down to his daddy issues. I love him as a comedian. He used to always make jokes about his dad dying during 9-11. That's just his humor. I don't know. But I think it's a lot of daddy issues where he like hasn't had a strong male figure in his life. So possibly he has this very like emotional sweet side to share with these women. But these women come from such powerful relationships in the past. They've all dated very high power men. And I think once they realize, ah, he's not going to be mean enough to me or, ah, he's not going to be strong enough for me, they just dump him. Because all these women have dumped him. He proposed to Ariana. Mm -hmm. He's initiated all these relationships and he keeps getting tossed to the curb, but he's honestly upgrading. (laughs) <laughs> that is true. Is if you're going to get dumped by these women, I guess, uh, you know, if, if you end up with Emily Ratajkowski or something, you know, that, that's not, not so winning. bad. So you, you bring up the daddy issues, and I have noticed that about him. I mean, that, that's really the only fact I knew about Pete Davidson was that his dad was a firefighter and, and was killed on 9-11. 
So obviously very, very traumatic thing. And he would joke about it in this way that doesn't seem very healthy. But then again, I'm not sure I've ever met a totally healthy comedian in my life. So, you know, they're all a little bit crazy. And so does that play a role in it as well? That actually I've made a mistake bringing all of you out here because you are normal people who are giving normal and rational analysis. But both Pete Davidson and the women that he is dating are just completely insane, and there's no reason to apply any <laughs> logic or rigor to that at all. Maria? I think there, there might be a touch of truth in that. The reality is these girls are boss babes. They are used to the spotlight. They're used to essentially running their own business for what they do in the media. And I think someone like him, whether it be daddy issues that maybe they may or may not be able to relate to, or maybe it's just simply that he's fun and an escape from the stressful realities that they live every day could have a lot of weight and why he keeps being able to pull these girls. And also, I think one thing to take into consideration is paparazzi, they're, you know, they're following these people around. And so maybe they're catching them in situations where it is still somewhat early and they are just that, that fun relationship, that friendship, that, that rebound. And so to us, we take it as so much more serious, but Mm. in reality, they are just friends. And that's why he's able to maintain those friendships after the breakup, possibly. I know there's some things that show when the relationships may be deeper than that, but that is an optional. Right, right. That's true. That the moment that Pete Davidson goes out with one of these girls, it's all on the magazines in the supermarket. But actually, maybe they just go out on a few dates and they do whatever, and then that's it, and they they move on. No big deal. Have a handshake. Okay, that that makes sense to me. Before I let you go, people write in all the time to the show asking for relationship advice. Uh, Now. I don't think that a single one of the men who write into this show aspire in any way to be Pete Davidson, but they probably want to land some gals who are as pretty as Pete Davidson's girlfriends. So if we could do a sort of rapid fire down the line, starting with you, Lauren, then Maria, then Deborah, what do you look for in a man? What do the men listening to the Michael Knowles show need to do to land the beautiful, virtuous, sweet little honey of their dreams? <laughs> well, I, as far as confidence goes, like we were saying with Pete Davidson, I think that is for me, one of the most important things, confident yet uh, has the ability to be humble. I think a lot of men, um, their confidence kind of supersedes to where uh, they can come off as arrogant. Um, so I think being able to be confident yet learning when to be humble in the right situations goes very far for me. I I totally agree with the confident part, but to take that a step further to just simply be yourself, don't worry about who she dated in the past or what you think she may like, because it may be incredibly inaccurate. So just whatever you can bring to the table, drop your guard and just bring that to the table. And if it doesn't work out, it shouldn't work out in the first place. So instead, if you're able to just be yourself, then you're going to be more confident. You're going to have more fun. It's going to be more natural. It's not going to be forced. And ultimately, you will find someone that is attracted to that. Agree with all the points made so far. And I would like to add that if you're trying to specifically date a woman who's more accomplished, more powerful, or has just had more experience in her life, I definitely think men need to channel this mantra of like being in control, but not being controlling Women want to feel protected. We want to feel safe, but we don't want to feel like we have to ask you permission to do things. I want to feel like you're going to protect me and support me, but you're not going to tell me what I can or can't do. And I think that's mm-hmm. kind of his charm with these women. He can control himself. He has stuff going on for himself. He's not trying to tell them what to do, how to dress in a way that Kanye did to Kim Kardashian. He's just letting them live while also being like, I love you. I'm going to support you. Let's have a good time. And 
what else can accomplished women want besides just peace and calmness? Yeah, beyond just a guy mm-hmm. who uh, is yeah. easy to completely steamroll and just doesn't have yeah. opinions about anything and is just a total <laughs> total loser. Yeah, no, right, interesting. Um, I, I, I think there's a lot of truth to what you're saying in that you don't want a guy who's just got this iron, tyrannical grip and says, oh, you know, I mean, I think, frankly, Kanye was right to tell Kim Kardashian to, you know, dress a little bit more modestly every now and again. But but you don't want a guy who's going to be nitpicking every aspect of your life. You, you want a guy who, just as you're talking about Lauren and Maria, is confident enough to be a little looser and be, a, you know, just a little bit more normal and have a kind of humility and uh, not, not fasten that, that grip on power. Because very often we see these things as opposites. Humility on the one hand and, I don't know, confidence on the other. But in my experience, the most confident people are the most humble people. And the most boastful people are actually the least confident people. Because the people who, who keep that tight grip on power they feel it slipping away. I mean, that's why when people feel their control slipping away, that's when they tighten up. And, and so I could absolutely uh, see that as, as being part of why some deluded women find Pete Davidson attractive. And then, of course, uh, in addition to that advice of be confident, be humble, be supportive, be kind, be normal, I think all three of you would agree, be tall. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Well, good advice (laughs) for everybody. Lauren, Maria, Deborah, thank you so much for being here. Just going down the line, starting with Lauren. Lauren, where where can people find you? Uh, Lauren Smolka on Instagram. Okay. Maria? Same for me. Instagram is going to be the best place, which is at Maria Montgomery, M-A-R-I-A. Deborah? Also on Instagram, it's the Deborah Leia, L-E-A. It actually- it yes. just occurred to me, I, as I said that, I said, wait a second, I've just done a whole topic with uh, beautiful women about how uh, men should approach them. And then I just gave out their Instagram. So <laughs> apologies if your inbox gets, uh, guys, don't be, okay. come on, don't be weird. No, none of the DMs, okay, okay. to these lovely ladies. I think we're used to it at this point, honestly. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. It's real. slide into my DMs. I don't know. I, I could, you know, oh, well, I guess, I guess uh, we'll have to discuss that on a later episode. Lauren, Maria, Deborah, thank you so much for being here. I'm Michael Knowles. This is The Michael Knowles Show. We will see you all tomorrow. Thank you.